0: I'm Rachel Grant, and I've been a sexual abuse recovery coach since 2007, and I'm the author of Beyond Surviving, the final stage of recovery from sexual abuse. You can learn more about me and the Beyond Surviving program at rachelgrantcoaching.com. One of the most important things that we need to do in order to heal from trauma is to be able to really attune to ourselves so that we know when our system is starting to go into a state of distress. And we also wanna be able to expand our capacity to be with and hold stress or distress in our system so that we aren't so quick to tip over into activation. So today we're gonna explore that and talk a little bit about how we can expand our capacity. So if you've been following the series, we've been talking a little bit about this idea of your freezing point, which is this moment when you hit a state of relaxation, but because your system is not used to that, it's more used to chaos and dysregulation, that being in a relaxed state can actually cause you to start stressing. And we talked about in the last video, the idea of stress laxing, right? And so your system can become activated and maybe you've been doing some work to begin identifying Like I can get to this state of relaxation and I'm present and I'm grounded. And ooh, if I go a little bit deeper, then that is a place where I start to actually feel discomfort. Not everybody has a freezing point. So you may not be working with that. The other thing that we've been talking about is the idea of a boiling point. So this is when there is more distress, there's something happening in your environment, in a circumstance, and you may have different degrees of distress. So mild and moderate all the way up to like extreme distress. And depending on your capacity, you may hit mild distress and check out, become dissociated. That might be too much for your system. And so, you, when you think about the distance between kind of the, let's just kind of look at this for a moment. Okay. So, if we have the idea of like our freezing point, okay, and then our idea of our boiling point. So, whatever the space and distance is between that, this is a state um, that we can think of as like your degrees of freedom. So, again, we're drawing on and pulling from. Um, our trauma toolkit, um, book handy dandy. We love it. Very helpful. Okay. So, um, you know, on the thermometer, you know, like maybe what's really so is that you can only like get down to a certain level of relaxation. Like maybe you mark that at like, you know, 10. Um, and if you go to any state of relaxation below that you start becoming activated. So this is like, activation can sit down here. Okay. And then again, this can be like your freezing point. Okay. And then activation can also happen up here. And this is the idea of your boiling point. Okay. And so then that space, let's just say this is at like 40 or something like that. Okay. So then in the idea is that this space energetically between your freezing point and your boiling point is where your system can remain grounded in regulation. There's no activation, there's no distress. And if you start to go above that boiling point, you're gonna have trouble. If you start to go below that freezing point, you're gonna have some trouble. And again, you might not have a freezing point, okay? And so what's really so is that you know, when my clients come to me, they have various degrees of freedom. So, um, uh, you know, somebody might actually have a lot, a lot of room, a lot of space, okay? So, but let's just imagine that you're starting out with this, you know, 1040. Now we want to eventually, you know, if we think about like, okay, here's the capacity. we are gonna think about this as like your capacity for grounding, for system regulation, for just being chill and living your life, okay? All right. Now, if it's a small window, then that means like, this is the experience that so many of my clients talk about, which by the way, I certainly lived. Like you go out into the world and it's like everything just like ping, I'm activated, ping, I'm activated. <laughs> there's another moment, there's another moment. It's almost like you're like this live wire because your capacity is very small window. And then that window can get even smaller if you're experiencing a life crisis, if you're not eating well, if you're not sleeping well. Okay, so there are other things that can change your degrees of freedom, even if you have a lot of capacity. And so again, our goal is to create more and more space. right, we wanna see an expansion of this capacity. Yeah, we wanna build it out, build it out so that we can go out into the world, so that we can stay more and more present. We have, I love this concept, this idea of degrees of freedom, freedom to live my life, freedom to be present, freedom to just go out and do what I need to do in a day and not be like coping and strategizing and dealing with activation and dissociation. I am just free and living my life. And I've experienced this in my own journey, like noticing my capacity growing and growing and growing. And I want to reiterate that even if you get to a place where you have a high capacity, if something comes into your world that knocks you off, like your capacity can change. So again, if you're not sleeping well, if you're not eating, if you're dealing with like a death or um, a breakup or, you know, you lose your job, or maybe you're all of a sudden taking on a lot of things, like you're going to school, and you're doing the family, and there's this thing out, you know, and you're working, you like you add something in, that can also impact how much capacity your system has for managing the distress. Okay, beautiful. So now, of course, the question is, How do we increase our capacity? (laughs) All right. So there are lots of ways to do this, Um, but we've talked a little bit about this idea of actually going in to states of distress, letting the system feel that, be with that in um, an intentional and in a supported way, and then moving back out of that, it's like a muscle that you're building, right? So if you're like lifting weights, like the first time you lift, you know, 20 pound weight, you might be like, oh my gosh, that's really hard, <laughs> you know? But then if you've been doing it a while, it's like, oh, that muscle's getting stronger. Yep. I can be with that feeling. Yep. I can be with that and stay with that and not go into dysregulation. So in some ways, it's a little bit like exposure um, therapy or activation. And so the idea is like really learning how to work with your distressing thoughts, your distressing feelings, um, and emotions and sensations in a way that you can manage them, remain with them and not run away from them by either freezing or, um, just, you know, going into fight or flight. Okay. So, um, What's really important here then is that you start to attune to yourself. It's like these little temperature checks during the day and like just noticing like, where am I? Well, you know, in my degrees of freedom, like I, am I in that state? Am I somewhere in the middle? Am I starting to approach my boiling point in which case I need to back off? This is in your day-to-day life, but particularly when you're doing trauma healing work. Okay. So if you're starting to, you know, notice that you're approaching the boiling point, then you need to stop. You just need to stop. You need to pause. You need to take a step back. Um, you know, if there's a, a technique or a strategy that you're trying to use to work in, in through the trauma, and that's moving you more towards your boiling point than, than towards regulation, then you need to switch it up. You need to change that out and soon you know we're going to be start, starting to talk about some specific you know regu- self-regulation nervous system regulation tools and of course these are things that I teach in my my program all the time so we'll get into some of the specific strategies and techniques but right now just being attuned and noticing right and if disengaging just means like check like let me go for a walk let me do some breathing Let me get on the floor and do some stretching. Let me turn my attention to something completely else, like read a book or watch a funny movie, right? These sorts of things. But that self-awareness piece of knowing, oh, I'm starting to approach that boiling point or I'm starting to approach that freezing point. And before you get there, being able to articulate that, being able to name it, being able to then shift gears, slow down, back off. And healing the nervous system, again, takes time, but it's through a variety of practices that you can really grow and expand your capacity. So again, you have more and more access to freedom and being chill in your life and just walking through your day without feeling like you're on pins and needles or every little thing is about, you know, to tip you over into activation. Okay. So I think that's what I want to say about that today. And um, as always, if you have questions as you're working with this, you know, let me know, check in. Um, but your the invitation here is to really start noticing like what is my actual capacity? Can I start to notice where I am in my degrees of freedom? And when I'm starting to approach either a boiling point or a freezing point, can I pause and can I slow things down so that I don't tip over into activation? And then again, maybe doing some intentional work to go into places that feel a little stressy um, so that you can feel the distress in your system and then pull out of it, like lift that weight build that muscle okay so um always take things slow be kind to yourself give yourself a lot of grace and compassion as you're doing this work and if i can be a support to you you know i'm here